Let this food take you places you've never imagined. We really out here eating good ass food, listening to good ass music, just vibing. We aren't critics. Fuck critics. We're only bringing you things we love. With your host, Nelson motherfucking Conroy. You've never experienced anything like this before. Open your ears and free your taste buds. Gastro traveling, motherfucker. Welcome to another episode of Gastro Traveling. We're here with my father. Good evening. He's going to talk with a deep voice the whole time because he... Is cool. So, my first question is: You're the face of gastral travel. <laughs> Thank you. Thank what you. is wrong with this picture, folks? <laughs> this is why our numbers are very low. Um, <laughs> big in the gay community, but <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, that's not PC. <laughs> anyway, we're already be canceled. So this is my dad. Um, <laughs> I've dealt with this last 26 years. So Are you sure I'm your dad? I, you know, I, that's still up for debate. Angel's cracking up over there. Angel loves it. Anyways, uh, I don't know. Is that the eno- good enough for an introduction? I guess so. <laughs> What's my name? Uh, uh, your name is Gary Conroy, my dad. Um, you can, you want to plug your Instagram or something? Uh, no, <laughs> I'm 58 years old. I'm Aquarius. Like long walk is on the beach. <laughs> Snuggle with puppies. Okay. So, uh, the, onto the podcast. Um, we're talking kiss today. That's right. Kiss. Uh, you asked me who I wanted to talk about. Mm. And I think, uh, as a young man, teenager, younger than you at the time when they came on the scene, uh, what, what, a what a splash they made with all their pyrotechnics and their unwilling to unmask themselves. It was uh, an anomaly, I think in the rock and roll scene, if you want to say that, uh, you know, it was never done before. Uh, I don't know if it's ever been done since, but they continue to, uh, draw crowds, you know, some 50 years later, they're still going strong. Gene Simmons, Ace Frehley, Peter Chris, the original drummer. Um, so yeah, it was a big thing when I was a teenager, kids came on the scene all of a sudden with their hard driving, uh, music and their, the, the whole, it was more show business, I think, than rock and roll, mm-hmm. uh, so they made a quite an impression on everybody, and they were huge, huge. They even had TV specials and uh, comic books and everything. I mean, it was a, I, I think, you know, I was a teenager, young teenager in the mid seventies, late seventies when they really hit. So it yeah. was. Uh, you were fifteen when the specifically the album we're talking about today, Destroyer, came out, which was like their big, big album that kind of really put them on the scene. Yeah, and uh, like I said, uh, no one had ever seen anything like that. They they found a niche uh, in in, sh- in the show business or the music industry that no one ever saw. I mean, they they were had great vision and uh, <laughs> it made them very very oh, famous man. worldwide. Shut off your phone. Sorry, <laughs> this is all my notes is on my phone. Anyways, before we get into more than kiss and more than destroyer, we have our 
good. F- All the panels are falling up. <laughs> Earlier today, I hung up uh, acoustic panels just to try to make everything sound better, and they're just falling off the wall. Um, but Angel, without further ado, our chef in high def is in the building and cooked us a meal to uh, go along with. What do we have in here? Looks like a BLT. A BLT. Tell us about it's this, not will a you? Steak. So before the camera started rolling, I got into an argument with Angel, of course, because uh, most of Kiss are Jewish, and he decided to make pork. So go on. <laughs> Defend yourself, please. I wanted to you know, go back a little bit and um, kind of battle the bands. I think that Kiss was better than ACDC. So to compete... To Don't compete, me. to compete, ACDC. I'm like, what did we have on the ACDC special? We had. Oh, okay. So that makes sense. I made a superior. We had BLTs from. Uh, that was our Meals on Wheels episode where we wrote in. What? Well, I didn't have a BLT. Most of us, the the normal, the normal, humans, the normal humans, they like BLTs. We had a BLT. So that makes sense. You decided to make your version of the BLT because it's 70s rock, not full blown though. Full blown. What's a full blown BLT? Like, you know, I would have to make aioli, and that's for another day. So, is that the only? Is that is that the the, the main reason why you made it? Is it connected to this album at all? If it's well, yeah. Hold on, there's more. So, the first song of the album, yes, Detroit City Rock. I think there's a little back. <laughs> Detroit Rock City. Detroit Rock City. I'm dyslexic. Okay, that's my excuse. But go on. I, I, some of the background information for that track was i guess a, a young man was on its way to the concert and got ran over or something like that i think that's true yes <laughs> I, I do think that's <laughs> that sucks <laughs> <laughs> so i'm like it, but i'm like for some reason i was also thinking like what if he's on the way to a diner what was it what if his last meal would have been and i said out of all the food in the diner i would have definitely okay gone with a blt that's that's a vibe it's for a sure. safe food it's a safe food. before you go to a concert for us normal people that like normal blt foods. yeah, yeah. probably yeah. like what do you think dad um <clears throat> what i think about the blt yeah oh it's, it's really good it's uh very good i use a little bit of uh microgreen arugula i season the tomato with uh like an umami mushroom seasoning uh, thick cut uh, pecan smoked bacon. I think I so. I think so. Yeah, amazing. Just kept it. Clean I'm just impressed bit. every every week. I'm just so impressed by you, Angel, that you're able to do. It's a BLT. I know, but it's like one of the best BLTs I ever had in my life. Okay, it's bacon. It's lettuce. Yes, but this man is, is let's not overthink it. This man's whipping it up in the kitchen. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I've, ha- I've had his cooking before some of his desserts yes Ooh. he has some really good skills i was gonna try to make a blueberry pop tart because there's another song right it's like um uh the god of lightning or something like that right god of thunder god of thunder i, I have lightning in my head so i thought thor back the old like the old thor the comics apparently thor's favorite food is like junk food Okay. And it's specifically right. like when I was looking into it, he likes blueberry pop tarts or something like that. But it's like mostly junk food. I don't know. I was gonna make a little dessert, but your boy tied up. Yeah, with your issues. Don't bring my issues into this. This is a. Well, it might be interesting. What are your issues other than what we can say? 
Um, philanthropy. Angel has admitted that he is married to the craft, but he's cheating on the craft. I'm cheating on the craft. He's addicted to women. Yeah. No, I'm not addicted he's a, to he's women. He's a Latin. He's a classic Latin lover. Okay. Also, <laughs> also, since the Meals on Wheels episode, I uh-huh. admitted to the leggings tracker oh, and the, my. Oh. Ins- so listen, you can keep this in here. I unfollowed those patients for health, mental health issues. No more curly hair girls. You got a lot of issues. You got to start following a lot of more people. That's it. That's all I followed. Yeah, but you follow specific people. We're not going to say on the podcast here, but that's it. That's all I got to say. Angel, thank you so much. Plug your Instagram, please. Plug all your all, all your three. Stuff. Do it. It's becoming a meme now where three. people's like, yeah, people oh. people come and like, oh, like I follow your Instagram. I'm like, which one? So if if you want trolley stuff, hit me up at Corp. E L D E C O R P. And then there's Chef in High Def, Chef in High Def, and then there's Corp Training, which will be active soon. We're going to put up a little content up there, a little workout, a little fitness. Me and Rob are getting into shape. Oh, yeah. Oh, I already... I, I, I heard you yelling at him. I put a table down. I'm like, well, our schedule's going to suck. You're going to Well, die. Nelson, did you just recently tell me that you were training for a half marathon? That's not going to happen. <laughs> no. It sounds like it's going to happen. That's... No. It Why was, not? That's a long... That's 13 miles. I'll do the 5K. Like, I'll do the 5K. Half marathon, 13 miles. You want me to do that for real? I'm, I'm going to die. Okay. Also, while we're bringing the stuff he was going to do, whatever <laughs> happened to the... To, to You say he's procrastinator? Yeah. No, he said he was going to walk, like, up a mountain or something like that. It was the Appalachian Trail. They, yeah, the Appalachian Trail. What happened to that one? Because well, that's, that's it's not sanctioned a, right now. Yes. That's more of a Patrick thing that I was going to go with him. Oh, okay. Go, 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 go. Listen, you have to train for that. You yeah. just you can't, It's not a walk do, around yeah. the block. That's what I'm saying. What happened to that? You know, life happens. Huh. Well, let's not let life keep happening. Keep happening. I'm fix that. I was going to bring a bowl for you. Rob, remind me to bring a bowl next time for him. Okay. Like any any food, just don't even worry about plating for Nelson. Just put it in a bowl. Thank you for Angel for coming on the podcast. You're a great man, <laughs> and you are good at cooking. So go away. All right. So Destroyer, 1978. What are your general thoughts on that album? Well, it was. I thought it was. It's music is music, but it's it's the whole package of what they thought about show business and presentation and shows and pyrotechnics it's never had never been done before so when paul stanley he's freely peter chris and the gene simmons i mean come on no one had ever seen anything like that uh it was just became an absolute global sensation uh from their costumes not just their makeup you know those i I don't even know how high those shoes were (laughs) <laughs> the demon shoes or how, how did they walk in those things <laughs> but i think it was all put together by mostly gene simmons and his vision mm-hmm. of you know there's a thousand great bands ten thousand great bands how do you stand out from the rest yeah they were marketing geniuses yeah because look what they became until to this day almost 50 years later they're still packing stadiums. There's Kiss Army. There's a comic book. There was probably a cartoon. There was a TV, one of the worst TV movies ever called Phantom of the Paradise with a little guy named Paul Williams. Uh, it was about something at a, if I can remember, at a theme park. It was some kind of, based on the Phantom of the Opera. I just, it, they were like, 
everywhere. Now, when you do that, are you exposed too much? And when you into marketing, which you are, can you get exposed too much, or do you pull back and say, "Let's keep them wanting more"? I think that's a famous quote by somebody. Always leave them want. Always leave the audience wanting. More. I think Prince said that. I don't know. <laughs> Prince didn't say that. <laughs> oh my God! Who raised you? I don't know. Um, it was somebody in show business. There's probably some vaudeville and I don't know. I mean, now even Gene Simmons, what's that TV show he had on? Uh, Family Jewels. Family Jewels. What do they call that kind of TV? Reality show? Yeah, P.T. Barnum said that. P.T. Barnum? Barnum and Bailey's in it? Yeah. Always leave them wanting more. P.T. Barnum was... The circus guy. Yeah. Nah, not just the circus guy. (laughs) Listen, he was an entrepreneur. Uh He was a guy that had, in New York City... Yeah, I'll tell you a little story about him because I read about him. Sure. Yeah. All right. P.T. Barnum. Let's go. What did the P stand for? Patrick. No. Penis. No. <laughs> I think it was Phineas. Okay. Phineas. Popular name back then. Well, P.T. Barnum, he, he, didn't, he wasn't involved with the circus right away. He had a house of oddities in New York City. And what he had a problem with, people would pay their admission to go in. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't leave. So he was always thinking, and he put a sign up, instead of putting this way to the exit, this way to the egress, everybody thought there was some kind of crazy bird or something, so everybody went through that door, and they went to the outside of the building. So, <laughs> what, what does egress mean? Is that just a different language? Yeah, that means exit in French, I believe. <laughs> pretty smart guy. That's pretty funny. So, his, you know, people like... P.T. Barnum mm-hmm. or Gene Simmons. They're great visionaries in different mediums. So here's guys that want to be a rock and roll band, and there's 10,000 of them. How do you stand out? And when they came onto the scene with their makeup, their costumes, their pyrotechnics, nobody had done that. And that as a young man, you know, you just you like that stuff. You, you grab me to I think I, do I still have a Kiss belt buckle? Yeah, I wore that to school for the longest time. Yeah, like I still see school. I remember. How old is that? How old is that belt buckle? It's Kiss belt buckle. Yeah. I got probably got that for Christmas from my parents because I was such a big Kiss fan. Had a lot of records back then, you know. And we only had records and eight track tapes. That's how old I am. They even have cassettes. This album specifically is kind of when their sound changed. Destroyer, um, Bob Ezrin, who previously worked with Alice Cooper. Uh, was brought in to produce the album. Um, and Ezra introduced them with sound effects, strings, uh, reverse drums, which was on God of Thunder, and a ch- children's choir. The song Great Expectations uses the first phrase of the main theme from the second movement of Beethoven, Beethoven's uh, Piano Sonata Number no. 8 in C minor. So what does that speak to? You want to be different. You hire people that think outside the box, yeah. that are visionaries, that are good at their craft, but they're just a little bit off center, and that's what you're going to create. They want to create something different that was in the mainstream, and they did, and they still do it today. Not that they come up with new material, but mm. the f- followings of fans still to this day, 50 years later, is, is unbelievable. 
Plus, he, uh, Gene Simmons got a hot wife. <laughs> does does he? <laughs> you don't know her name? Uh, no, is she like a Playboy bunny or something? Well, funny that you ask. Her name is Google is Rob. I'm on it. Shannon Tweed. Oh yeah, Shannon Tweed. Yeah, she was. Uh, she hot, Rob. <laughs> you, you think he's gonna go out with an ugly guy, an ugly girl? <laughs> True, you got money. Well, he was famous for collecting Polaroids of every girl that he had. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what are you laughing for? That's awesome. <laughs> you know, he has. He he was known for that. That every interaction, intimate interaction okay, that's what you with a fan, it. he has a Polaroid with. So he has thousands upon thousands upon mm-hmm. thousands of Polaroid pictures uh-huh. of every woman that might have... Um, Did the deed. Well, had an interaction with. <laughs> sure. Let's just say that. Sure. So it wasn't he like... Isn't he famously has like 10,000 mates or something? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. He has... But he has like a whole... Like that's got to be like 12 books. Probably so, yeah. He wasn't in the world of digital. <laughs> It'd be cool if he had like an Instagram like that or something. So. Anyways, as a child, you listen to this and. Well, well I wasn't a child. I well, was as a, a teenager, teenager, as a young teenager, they were very like comic booky, like, like, um, I don't know. Their music, like one, the demon, the spaceman, the yeah, cat and I don't man. think it was the greatest music. No, no, I don't think it was either, but I think it was marketed very well. Well, because I told you it was the whole, it was the persona of the band, the makeup, not taking that want to be, uh, what's their real, what do they really look like? Yeah. I mean, that's what everybody was on their mind. They created that fervor, if you will, and they used it well because- I mean, just think of the marketing, right? Everybody wanted to see them without their makeup. Mm-hmm. And then they eventually came out with an album called Unmasked. Right. Where they didn't wear the makeup and stuff. So. What? <laughs> I'm just, what? <laughs> Nothing. I just like hearing you talk about it because I think I find it very interesting. Because, to, to, like, looking back on it is so different than actually experiencing the music of the time. You know, they were, they were uber popular. They sold, I mean, there was even like, there was so much merchandise. They make so much money. There was even like a kiss coffin. Yeah. (laughs) Who's going to get buried in a kiss coffin? You'd be surprised. But think about this in other genres of music. Mm -hmm. Who else had that? vision who else did something like that to stand out amongst the thousands of other entertainers uh in the 70s or just uh, generally prince <laughs> well, well prince was a talent that you could no i know he, he had the talent now those guys didn't write those songs kiss they they probably bought them from somebody kiss Ki- I think in the beginning they made might have written a lot of stuff. Well, generally it's a collaboration. Oh yeah, especially of lyrics yeah, and music. Yeah. But when you did a Prince, he was a one in a billion person, a talent. Yeah, that only comes around once in a lifetime. That can do everything. A genius like a Beethoven or a Mozart. That's what Prince was. No, I know he, he wrote everything. <laughs> I'm just kidding. He arranged everything. 
I think more of like, you know how like Lady Gaga was like wearing weird meat dresses and stuff. It's like, that's, I feel like that's the modern. So you think she was something like that? Like she did something different. Yeah. That everybody else wasn't doing. What were we talking about? Lady Gaga. Meat dresses. Meat dress. Well, people that, people in that industry, because Lady Gaga, she has a beautiful voice, but those are a thousand other singers. Yeah, exactly. So how, how do you, when you sit down with your team, and they all have a team, right? Say, how are we going to be headed and shoulders above everybody else? Lil Nas X. <laughs> okay, I don't know who that is. <laughs> the Old Town Road guy. The what? Old Town Road. I'm going to take this horse to the Old Town Road. Okay, don't sing. Do this all forever. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, so I'm saying who, who 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 was in every genre of music. Think about that. And Kiss, I think, did it the best. I think they were the first, too, to really the first market themselves. Like that. Uh, and everybody signed on for with it. You know, what if they did it and it didn't take? It could have been a big flop. Like, who wants to go see guys wearing makeup? But it worked. And I think I think like them making like the Kiss Army really lent lent to other like Wu Tang Clan, right? All their fans are a part of the clan, yeah. right? Same thing, same army, whatever. So you're part of it. You're part of the whole movement. You're part of. Yeah. You're an integral part of the whole experience. And I think I think if you're a fan and you think, oh, I'm a part of this, it it, it makes you want to buy more of their merch. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like I have the Kiss belt buckle. Sure. That's marketing. Why would I? I don't know if I bought that or my parents did for me for Christmas. Yeah. Or, or a present or whatever. But, uh, you know, because you liked them, you liked their performance. And I never saw them live, but. They're on their final tour. We can go see them. They're like fifth final tour. <laughs> fifth final tour. <laughs> when they run out of money, they'll have another one. Yeah. <laughs> because who's not in the band anymore? Ace Freely? Is it? Yeah, Ace Freely left in like the 80s 83 i think he left and peter chris he might be back i think he's back i think he's back because he left for a little bit and they had like different different people had different makeup like there was a pharaoh one time really i I didn't i didn't follow him after you know i think i graduated high school but yeah they they had like i don't think they copied anybody's makeup but if there was a new member they'd have different makeup do you remember when they all appeared without makeup yeah yeah yeah. i I mean i don't remember i wasn't alive but i (laughs) it's very they just wanted to switch it up you know which i don't blame them i mean it must be a pain putting all that makeup on before every single show well they don't do it they have people doing it but you're right though about switching it because it can get stale after Mm -hmm, a while mm -hmm. so you give the people what they want eventually you can see them without the mask performing on mtv or whatever but I don't think it would be the same experience because I just saw a YouTube of Gene Simmons uh, being walked out to the stage with all the makeup on and everything. Yeah, with all. Yeah, this. that's why would you not want to see them with all that? Like that's just cool. I mean, the makeup when you say makeup though, the outfit. Oh, everything. The, the pyrotechnics. He's got like wing. Yeah. Things. Yeah. The crazy guitar, the fire coming out of the guitar. I want to see everything. I want to see all that. Yeah, you want the experience, right? Because the music is not the greatest. I mean, it's good music, mm-hmm. but it's the experience that you get when you're there. Oh, I'm sure the shows are just crazy energy. Oh, yeah. 
the the current members right now are um, Stanley Simmons and then a uh, guitarist named Tommy Thayer and then drummer Eric Singer. Oh, so it's not even. But those are both longtime members. They probably joined in the eighties after. Um, they meth. Now I wonder if they retained the rights to or who does to the music because that's been a big thing lately if you saw Tina Turner just sold all her songbook to a corporation. Did you know that? It seems like in the last couple of years people are selling their rights to their songs for cash. Like the publishing rights? Right. Who who owns the music? Is it the record company? Is it Gene Simmons? Yeah. So those are things like I think Tina Turner, I, I think, just sold her whole, like, like $5 million, which... Wow, that's not a lot of money. I don't think so. I, if I'm right on that, Especially Tina Turner music. Like, that should be uh, worth a couple... A it couple. Was worth uh, reportedly $50 million. Oh, okay. $50 million. Well, that's, that's different. She was 81 when she just sold that. Wow. Yeah. She's still <laughs> kicking, huh? Hey, somebody yep. recently sold their songbook, too, didn't they? Oh, I'm sure, yeah. It, a lot pops up. Yeah. Well, I know, like, like even like Taylor Swift, somebody owned her music, so she re-recorded everything, and yeah. she, she she owned those versions of it, and then like her fans started buying that version. So that's important thing when you're in it, you know you're a person that has that kind of uh, thing going on in the music world. Mm-hmm. Do you retain the rights to your music or do you because you want to get noticed and be signed to some kind of record label you sign over that stuff or do you retain the rights to that you don't know what's going to happen and i uh, think i think record label labels are losing a lot of power because because of the internet because you can be found on like tiktok or youtube or whatever without a record deal you know but you have to sign the i think some kind of deal for distribution yeah but you can, you, can, you can distribute yourself now with music and stuff so you don't really need them for marketing and stuff you may need them to front money to for like recording studios and stuff but i don't know i don't know what i would do if i was a musician um <clears throat> well you kind of got like this thing going on so you got to protect the name of it mm-hmm. the concept of it can you do that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have we have like an LLC and a trademark and everything like that. But I don't think there's like like I guess there's like networks. I guess, but there's not really like labels per se. Like, what would stop somebody from coming along and taking over gastro traveling as a concept and doing their own thing? Well, we have we're, we're legally protected by a trademark. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Things like that. That now you're an entertainer. Things are taking off, mm-hmm. and down the road, I got to think about like Tina Turner just sold it for fifty million dollars, and a bunch of them have just done it recently. About that, is that intellectual property? That's just the, the song, the lyric. A lot of things to think about. There are a lot of things to think about. Um. So. Back to Kiss is like what like specifically Destroyer. What are, what is your favorite song on this album? Is it Detroit Rock City or Beth? If you want to get more into your feelings, no, no, no. <laughs> Detroit Rock City. Yeah, 
That's what it had. Just uh, the tempo and the drive. I mean, it was just a great song to crank it up. It's only thirty-four minutes long. It's not a very long album. Well, really, did they put a lot of time into the music, or it was like I say again, it was the whole, <laughs> it was the whole, the whole thing, you know? Yeah. I mean, if you probably look at their first album, I don't know what it was. It was called, and they had a Kiss Live album. It was just called Kiss. I had that album as a young man, Kiss Live. I think it was called A Live. Yeah, it was, I think it was a double album, Alive, if I remember right. Mm-hmm. Kiss, Hotter Than Hell, Dressed to Kill, Alive, and then Destroyer was 76, not 78. I was wrong about that. Yeah, so I was 13 years old, and the only thing you could really do is listen to the radio. It's not like today technology, or you could end up going to the record store, save up your allowance or whatever, and buy the... And then uh, your parents' old console <laughs> phonograph you had didn't have like the stuff you had today. You got a phonograph, like the thing with the like a cone on it. The cone. A phonograph, like there was like a. How did it like? So what we had in the living room was this piece of furniture, which was an AM FM radio. It looked like something like a tall coffee table and you open up one half and it was a phonograph and the other side uh, was just a radio. But when we were younger for Christmas, we both got, uh, I don't even know how to say this, AM, FM, radio, phonograph, combo thing with speakers. We got our own. Okay. So that's when you started collecting your records that you liked, which was like... So what other records did you have other than Kiss? Probably... um, Steve Miller. Okay. okay. Um, boy, I, I can't remember a lot of that, but I know I like Steve Miller, The Joker. Uh, good album. Uh, <laughs> I can't remember anything more than that, but Steve Miller was big. Weren't you big into like The Doors? Uh, yeah, I listened to The Doors. Yep, I, I really liked them. They were good. Um I like Jim Croce. I don't even know who that is. Bad, bad Leroy Brown. I know that song. Baddest man in the whole damn town. I do know that song. I've heard <laughs> you play that before. But he uh, he died in an airplane crash. He was a guy, too. He was a guy that cool. <laughs> he wrote everything. He wrote the lyrics. He wrote the music. He, you know, he produced it. He was the entertainer. Jim Croce um, was a phenomenal uh, performer. He died way before his time. He died in a horrible airplane crash. I feel like a lot of musicians die in airplanes. Well, because yeah. one of the, one of the things is that's how they travel when they're on a, they're on a tour. What do they do? They travel from city to city by plane. It's faster, mm-hmm. um, but uh, you, uh, you're not you're not going to uh, commercial usually. You're, you're hopping up what they call like a puddle jumper. You know, you're jumping in a little Cessna from little town to little town. That's what happened the day the music died with the big papa, Richie Valens, and Buddy Holly, right? You know that story? No, tell me the story. So they were in North Dakota, I believe, and they were going to there, and it was a tar- terrible snowstorm. And actually, one guy, who you probably know when I say his name, he lost a bet, flip of a quarter, to Richie Valens, who was going to get on the plane, and that was Waylon Jennings. 
Did okay. You, did you know that? Great countries. I know Waylon Jennings. So he lost, he lost the coin flip, and Richie Valens got the, <laughs> got the seat on the plane. Damn. And another guy, too, uh, he wasn't famous or anything, but he actually lost the bet, too. And the big boppa get on the plane, and the rest of history. But, you know, that happens a lot, because you're going from travel to travel, and it's just quicker. And I think the, the bus they were on, the heat was broken. And so they just wanted to get to the town quick and get in a warm place and start their next show, and that's what happened. That happens a lot in, uh, you know, sports. Uh, I think, have you ever heard of Marshall? Thundering Herd, they lost their whole football team. In a football. I think I've heard of that, yeah. Yeah, and uh, you ever hear of Payne Stewart? You know what happened to him? Dead, too. No, well, this is a crazy story. So him and all about five buddies were in a private jet, and the oxygen failed. So it Whoa. Kept, it flew for hours while they were dead until it crashed. Wow. The pilot died, too? Yeah, they all died. And oh my it, god it, it was on autopilot and it flew for another several hours <laughs> oh until it ran out of gas and crashed but they were all dead on the plane already wow yeah that, so that's insane you know me i'm a big boxing fan and sure. rocky, rocky marciano was another guy got he, killed in an uh, airplane crash really yeah because some guys hey rocky you want to ride in a plane you don't know who that guy is when the plane was maintained or anything like that and you jump in a plane and he was uh famously a very frugal person so yeah he wanted to save money and it was the end of him he had a plane crash damn you know what was who was the famous um black girl there from jamaica she died in a bad crash Aaliyah. Uh, yeah Aaliyah. she died in a plane crash mm-hmm. and kobe helicopter well yeah that's a terrible tragedy but i you know the weather wasn't good and he probably shouldn't have gone up but you're entrusting yourself to some guy who's a, said he's a pilot yeah and then, like Alabama, they were in a Leonard Skinner. That's what I'm thinking of. Not 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 Alabama. Alabama. Leonard Skinner, yeah, for sure. And some of them survived. Some of them died. <laughs> Jeez, can you can you imagine surviving such a terrifying incident? I don't know. I could. Mm-mm. Well, you never get me on a plane again. No way. I'm walking there. But that's why some people that you know they get a tour bus and they just you know they feel more comfortable than that. It's safer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then you end up like uh, what's that lady? That Spanish lady that laid the wrong way and she got paralyzed what <laughs> you know that song come on shake your body let me do that bum, bum, dun, bum, dun, oh, that's yeah. Gloria Estefan Gloria Estefan she got she something happened to her she was laying the wrong way recently I don't know look up Gloria Estefan yep. tour bus because that's the Miami sound machine I was <laughs> I was listening to a podcast with Kevin Smith where he talked about he went to go see some musical about her where they used all of her music and that they were, they were just talking about that specific incident where she was laying the wrong way on a tour bus and the tour bus stopped and she got some sort of neck injury or something. Yeah, she was napping when an 18-wheeler rear-ended the tour bus mm-hmm. and it threw her to the floor, but she it left her temporarily unable to walk Yeah, and her miraculous recovery for a new talk show, Red <laughs> Table Talk, the Estefan. So, so what does that tell you? Stay home. Or just lay the other way because if your feet... Feet to the front. You can't do an 18 wheeler. Oh, but I'm just, how you yeah, land. But if you're, if you're laying, even if like the, it breaks, if you're in a tour bus and it breaks, you're going head first at the, at the wall. But if your feet, that's, that's the rule. That's if we were going to tour bus, Rob, we always got to lay feet to the front. That's the rule. That's the rule. I mean, that's All the, right. that's, that's the going to be on a sign and you get on the bus. Lay, yes. Feet to the front, please. <laughs> so getting back to kiss, Yes. <laughs> Keep it on track for me, Dad. 
Yeah. Let's keep the show going here, huh, buddy? <laughs> so. Yeah. They were tremendous. I mean, they were everywhere. Tremendous. Do you think they were overexposed? That's what I was trying to get to earlier. Oh, yeah. I think I think they... Overexposure can be the death knell of a band or uh, somebody that's in the show business that you're... I think you the, burn out quick. I think specifically Gene Simmons has gotten a, a rap for being... I don't want to say cheap, but like they they it's kind of sold out with so much. They have like anything you can think of. There's kids well, like the show, right? Does anybody really care about his home life? No, Please God, tell me that somebody thought about let's you know, or he went looking for the deal. He probably went looking for the deal, probably. But let's start about my home life with my hot playboy, cynical <laughs> wife from thirty years ago. And my children and my daily life. You know, the guy lives in a mansion. Do I really want to watch that? You know, I, it wouldn't appealing to me at all. But, I mean, I guess you got to keep yourself in. In the public image. The in eye, the eye. In the eye of the public. Because people can forget about you. And there's the next dog and pony show that people start ta- paying attention to. You got to keep it fresh. Uh, you got to keep it new. But come on, now I'm almost 60, and mm-hmm. I was a Kiss fan as a teenager, you know. Wow, how, how old is Gene Simmons? Please look that up. He's got to be 80. 85. Wow, he's an old man. 72. Wow. That's it? That Yeah, that seems young. He was born August 25th, 1949. Shannon Tweed is 64. Wow. Can you break any photos of Shannon Tweed? Yeah, can we, can we pull her up, please? We don't want to see Gene. Yeah. Around. Here, you pull her up. Or is this a family I show? Turn this around. No, wow. this is not a family show. This is very, it's very blue, as they say in the industry. <laughs> oh, you know the industry sayings now. <laughs> wow, look at you. <laughs> I'm, I'm a entertainment now. Um, wife. Okay, her name is you said Shannon, Shannon Tweed. Tweed. There she is. Oh, she's sixty four. Yeah. Yeah, but when was that picture taken? I think she was a Playboy playmate, I think, at one time. Why is the picture next to shit? Rob, did I ever tell you the story when Nelson met a uh, penthouse playmate? No. Oh, so, yes. So tell us the story. It's it. a good story. So uh, I had a good friend of mine. Well, when I was a young man, I was a boxer. And I had a very good friend of mine, Vinny Pazienza, who was very, very successful. Vinny Paz. Well, he changed his name. His given name was Vinny Pazienza, and he changed it to Vinny Paz. Anyway, very successful. Miles boxer. Teller played him in a movie bleed for this okay that's my friend i grew up with him oh, we started awesome. boxing him so anyway long story short he had called me when these guys were like i don't know like 11 and 9 him and his brother he came down for biketoberfest he said hey i'm gonna be in daytona for a couple of days why don't you come by and say hello i never met your kids or anything so uh we went up there and we went to the hotel and knocked on the door and unbeknownst to me who answered the door but a girl named carrie lane she was a penthouse playmate. You're dropping names right now. <laughs> so, wow. So, uh, we hung out, we took some pictures, and we said our adieu. And on the way home, I said, Boy, you boys learned a very valuable lesson today. They said, Dad, what kind of lesson did we learn today? I said, you learned about high maintenance women. <laughs> <laughs> So you see Miss Lane there? He said, yeah, Dad, she was beautiful. Yes, she is, but she comes with a price. 
You can't take her to Burger King and supersize and she's happy. When the money gone, so she. And that that rang true years later. That rings true in any relationship. Well, yeah, but this specifically, my dad was right about that. Yeah, women like that on that high pedestal, they, they have a certain expectation of a living. And if you cannot provide it, next. So that's his learned lesson when he was young. So as you can see, he's still single. So, you know. yeah. He was yeah. the um he was one of the, the guest judges um for the Mike Tyson uh Roy Jones Roy, Roy Jones Jr. fight. Okay, I do remember. Yeah. You said I met that guy. Yeah. He was also um he was in the one of the WrestleManias when Mr. T fought somebody in boxing. I believe he was the guest referee too. Yeah, we I've known him since I was a kid, but that was one of Nelson's trials and tribulation of being a young man and learning about women. <laughs> women. I have many more lessons to learn, I think. Um So we're talking about Kiss, yes. Gene Simmons, Ace Freely. Sure. Now Ace Freely, uh he was always a very quiet guy. He never had a lot to say. He was the lead guitarist, I think, right? Right. Well, Paul Stanley was the lead vocalist and a guitar player. I think Gene was the he was bass. The, yeah, he was the bassist. He was, the bassists are always the coolest ones. And I remember Peter Chris that he would have a his drum solo, but his seat would go up like 50, 60, 70 feet. Really? Something like that. Yeah, it was crazy with the drum set. I mean, it was just. I wonder how much they spent on all those different. Well, it was a spectacle. You know what I mean? That's what people wanted to see something different, and he gave it to them. It was was like a circus, almost. It was entertainment. It was not just music. It was the whole experience, visual, hearing, auditory, visual, all those things. And then the gimmick with the merchandising, Kiss Army, Mm -hmm. Kiss the posters and toys and all those things. Gene Simmons played bass guitar. Yeah. Okay. I knew that. I didn't know if that's who you said or not. No, I said bass. Basses are yeah, the Peter coolest. Chris members. was on the drums. Ace Freely was the guitar mm-hmm. player. Paul yeah. Stanley was. He was a. He was the lead vocalist, and a guitar player too. So has any other, anybody other than them always ever tried? I mean, I don't think of any other band that tried to do what they did with makeup i know you had the hair you know, like hair metal and like twisted sister and all them yeah like yeah that's not but, a but twisted then, sister nobody put on a lot of makeup the uh, lead guy what d schneider but mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. i don't think anybody since then has tried to i don't know they i you know what they were groundbreakers yeah i believe but i don't think anybody's putting on like makeup like that before and like made a character almost Right. It's a caricature of, uh, I don't know what of what, but it was like maybe it was a, maybe satanic. I mean, how they looked, they didn't look like they were clowns. Well, yeah, because Gene Simmons, like his character was the demon, right? Yeah. And Ace Freely was the spaceman, I think. Right, that's right, and yeah. The other guy, Paul, he Stanley, was- Paul Stanley. Paul Stanley was the star child. So they were all like, like soup, like they could be in like in a Marvel comic or something. Do you know what Gene Simmons is also famous for? I, I don't know. The length of his tongue. Oh, oh yeah. Didn't he cut underneath his tongue like the, uh, I don't know, 
You know the, the the part that connects the bottom of your mouth to your tongue. Yeah, I've heard a story where he cut it so he could make it longer. He enhanced his tongue. He enhanced the, the tongue is not real. The tongue has been enhanced. <laughs> the one we missed was uh, the, the Catman, right? The Catman. The Catman. Yeah. What, what are the other ones? Because there's like an Egyptian one. Because I've well, seen Peter Chris was the cat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I never heard the Egyptian. Let me let me look it up because there's like yeah. an like an onk. What are the what are the other ones? I'm looking. It's hard not to. If, it's it's you hear you see the basic ones. You see, yeah, you see. The but what are the other ones. like? There's one guy, Vinnie Vincent. I think he was the. Never heard of him. He was. I think he was. Let me look. Hmm. <laughs> He was lead guitarist after. Oh, he was. He looks like a chick. <laughs> That's a guy. The Ankh Warrior. Yeah, he had. Yeah, he had like a Yo, giant he looked an Ankh on his face. Oh, but he was pro- after Ace Freely left. That's. Are you seeing this? This no way. This is a dude. That looks like <laughs> my aunt. <laughs> That's not a guy. It's Vicky Vincent. <laughs> Ex Kiss guitarist Vinnie Vincent looks like an old divorced Italian woman. <laughs> That's insane. Whoa, hold up. His wife was married in ni- or murdered in 1998. He, he had two wives. That's wild. That's crazy. Beautiful man. <laughs> Manly man. Yes. Um, wait a minute. What is this? Vinnie Vincent responds to Gene Simmons calling him a loser. This is uploaded nine months ago. What? <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Vinnie Vincent's a funny character. <laughs> Didn't work out? No, I guess not. The uncle warrior. Maybe Gene was a little jealous. Those keep falling back there. Yeah, it's not wow. working out for your acoustic tiles there. No, we have to. The episode's when, sounding worse and worse. Worse and worse as, it, as we go. <laughs> no, we'll have to get some adhesive spray. So anyway, after my kiss okay. thing, you know, I remember Steve Miller. Man, I can't. I really can't. I'm at a loss of words. Who else I listen to? But like Jim Croce. Um, you know, my dad loved music too. So like we, in the house, we always, Neil Diamond was big. I cannot picture Papa listening to Neil Diamond. Yeah, Neil Diamond, man. What? <laughs> he's still around. He's like almost 90, I think. I know. He's, he's still performing. But, you know. So it went on and became the disco later on in my life. You were into disco? Yeah. I worked as a bouncer in one of the biggest nightclubs in the state of Rhode Island. <laughs> that's, that's a feat. <laughs> There's a lot of stories there. I don't want to know. I don't need to know. Yeah. You need to know. <laughs> I mean, it would be interesting, interesting for the podcast if you want. But my wife's in the other room. Sure, we cannot listener. get into this. We'll have to wait for, I don't know. I don't even know. Patreon. Yes, this is the Patreon only podcast. Um, But I don't know. Final, final. I've been listening to podcasts now. I've been listening to a few <laughs> podcasts as I drive around. I discovered them. I listened to... Uh, you hear the biggest news lately? Andrew Yang is now independent. 
Wow, he left the Democratic Party. Yes, he did. Wow. And he has a, he renamed his podcast Freedom. It's the Freedom Party. He wants to thought, start a third party. Good for him. Sounds familiar. Yeah, it was just last week I was listening to it. He left the Democratic Party. <laughs> they didn't really like him. Everything I heard. Well, I think it's sour grapes. He lost in the uh, New York City mayoral. Election. He lost pretty. B- I know they keep falling. Whatever. Don't worry about it. He lost pretty bad. Um, well, he didn't get into the final. I, mean, I know. That's because he. I think people looked at him as an outsider. Actually, a former cop won the Democratic nod. Really? Yep. Well, who's the guy with the fez? Wasn't there a guy with a fez walking around? <laughs> fez? Yeah. I, <laughs> no. I saw him on TikTok. He was walking around with a fez. He says, I'm, I'm running for mayor. <laughs> mayor of crazy town. Or maybe it wasn't a fez. Maybe it was a beret. Oh, that's Curtis Wheeler. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was a beret. He is uh, the guardian angels. <laughs> Listen, guardian angels uh-huh. started about in the 80s when New York City was overrun with violent crime. And he started the guardian angels. He Cur- started it? Yes, Curtis Suila, S-I-L-W-A, which he's got a hot wife too. Okay. But just that's a little side comment there. Yeah, sure. But anyway, he um he started it and then they started I guess you could say franchises all around the country where, you know, in big metropolitan inner city places, the Guardian Angels. So they were huge back in the eighties. Always in the news that the Guardian Angels are showing up in your neighborhood to protect you. The police were I don't know, they call it the thin blue line. And I guess New York is uh, getting quite known about crime again. Um, so, so they're revamping the Guardian Angels? Yeah, one of my personal heroes, Rudy Giuliani, <laughs> when he was mayor, cleaned up that whole city. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Because that's not true. <laughs> are, you, are you saying I'm sarcastic? Don't lie on the podcast because people don't know you're being sarcastic. So... uh yeah, so, yes, he was running for New York, the New York City mayor, uh, Curtis Wheeler. I saw him on the news, and he's still wearing his beret. But, sure. Uh, listen, they used to carry a lot of weight back in the 80s. The Guardian Angels, they were all around the country. Okay. 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 Maybe me and Rob can start. We can start our own branch down here in Florida. <laughs> yeah, I there think they're go. already in Florida somewhere back in the day. Probably Orlando. Yeah, Orlando. Sure. So, um, any final thoughts on uh, Destroyer or Kiss or any of the boys? Well, I I had wish, you know, um, keep your records for a long time because, and I think a lot of people hold on to those things, not so much your generation, vinyl, but it's a a connection to the past. You know, when you grew up, things you listened to, who made you who you are, uh, but... um, you know, I, I got rid of all those records. Mm-hmm. And it's a shame that, you know, you should hold on to those things if you can. Uh, that kind of gives you a clue later on in life to how you, who you are and where you are and where you're going. I think you're absolutely right. What have you kept from your childhood? <laughs> trauma. Trauma? <laughs> what kind of trauma you have? <laughs> Spoiled, rotten kid. That's your trauma. Anyways. Um, what have I, ke- I don't know. I have a lot of my records. Well, let me ask Rob, have you kept anything from your childhood that 
like little knickknacks and things here and there, but yeah. nothing major. Well, like just like I kept that kiss belt buckle. Why did I do that? You know yeah. what I mean? But I had a little a little box that I kept stuff in, and maybe it's unconsciously or subconsciously, unconsciously, no, that's the wrong word, but subconsciously, I kept that kiss belt buckle. Why did I do that? And I kept other things, you know, like some medals I wanted wrestling and stuff like that, but why did I keep that cheap kiss belt buckle? So you could wear it tonight. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Show all the ladies. <laughs> all right. Thanks for having me. Yes, thanks, Dad, for coming on the podcast. Um, gave us a lot of think about, a lot of, a lot of keep, keep our knickknacks and records and whatever. And I don't know. I like it's, it. Yeah, it's yeah. almost like a, a legacy in a way of because you can pass it on down to your kids and whatever. So, very well, cool. you, you still have it. Yeah, yeah. See, you have the kiss belt buckle. Yeah, it's in my room. I have it. <laughs> I should have wore it. I have yeah, it. yeah. You should have brought it on the on the kiss show so all right dad thank you for coming on um it's been thanks a for having it's me. been a pleasure yes and um that's it bye goodbye <laughs>